Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At bluenile.com, you can design a one of a kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello and welcome to Made by Mamas, the podcast. I'm Zoe. And I'm Georgia. And we're here talking all things parenthood. You know, the real conversations. Tips and tricks. Products we love. And brands we can't live without. Let's get into it. Hello, pukey pants. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Do you know what? It's You know when things come at just the complete wrong time? Yes. The complete wrong time. Any other day this week, you know, it would have been annoying to have a sickness bug. But the one day I was so looking forward to. Oh, you've missed the most lovely oh. 24 hours as well. And I missed you. I felt like I'd lost an arm. Oh. It was like, where's my little buddy? I had to make new friends. You know, I feel weird about that. No, it was, um, <laughs> we, we, you were sorely missed. Just to put it into context, Georgia and I had this lovely invite to go away to the Fish Hotel with Fat Face. And it was just 24 hours away from the kids, you know, hot tubs. I've got a boat. I'm staying in a room called Boaty McBoatface. Brilliant. <laughs> uh, I've even got my own pond. And then Georgia got a sickness bug and couldn't oh come. So goodness. I had to come by myself. Don't die. I'm just glad you're feeling better. Yeah, I am. I'm feeling so much better. I was kind of expecting 48 hours, maybe, of like feeling rough, but woke up this morning like a completely new human. Did, didn't you get it from a baby shower? Didn't you all get yeah. it? Oh my goodness, don't. I went to a baby shower on Monday. And actually, it's weird because we've got the second part of the baby shower on Friday. Um, so we've basically all been in in the middle of the week and then so I think four out of six of us um have have had it this week and now like some of the husbands and partners and stuff have got it too but I was more concerned you know like when you're pregnant and you get the norovirus or sickness bug whatever this is um it can be really worrying so I felt really bad for my friend she's um she's come over from Singapore so we haven't seen her for what three years maybe yeah and um, she's, you know, she's her first. This is her first baby, and she's obviously quite scared about certain things. Yeah, so getting a sickness bug, and she's just had COVID as well. She's, oh, um, she, yeah, she's, she's pretty worried. But um, come to the UK and get neurovirus, <laughs> I know. it's called neurovirus. I yeah, know. brilliant. I know. But anyway, I'm fine now, and I think she is too. So it's all good. Well, don't worry, because I've been doing all the eating and all the drinking oh. for you. <sighs> which has made my cold a lot worse, but still, I'm, um, I've had a lovely, lovely time. Although annoying, I didn't get in the hot tub. <laughs> oh no, why don't you go get in there now? Well, I've got 15 <laughs> minutes before I check out. <laughs> Live from the hot tub with yeah, Zoe Hardman. Drag you out of the hot tub. <laughs> Sorry, no, I, I checked out of the room, but not this part. That's what I'd say. Oh no, I thought it was just the room that I needed to check out. I'll of. just chain myself to the boat. You're like, yeah. I'm not fucking leaving. I'm not fucking leaving. <laughs> um, well, um, it's, it's interesting that you talk, you're mentioning 
that you're you know you went to a baby shower and that your friend's pregnant for the first time I feel like everybody in my life at the moment is announcing their pregnancy you know um Doza's best friend James his wife Chloe she's pregnant I've got about four or five other mates who are pregnant at the moment and due my friend Oki who's hilarious she's only got about two months to go and she's literally like I've been dreaming about doing tequila shots she was like when can we do them and it does get (laughs) that stage during pregnancy where you just want to go out and get absolutely shitted I know I know do you know what I was actually with a friend on Sunday and she I think she's being induced today actually as this episode goes out so good luck Annie if you're listening um and um she's basically I was basically saying to her right this is your last this is your last Sunday so mm. you're having a Sunday roast what are you having she's she's like this is my last day of being pregnant and just <gasps> enjoying like eating without a baby sat next to me and eating whatever I want and I was just trying to just like refra- a meal. yeah reframing Alone. it like just I mean like, you you listen if you're pregnant right now and listening thinking you're never gonna eat a meal in peace again that's not true you absolutely true. you will it comes back around but but certainly for the first few months, you do feel quite... Um, but they always cry as soon as food comes out, don't they? Do you remember that? <laughs> like as soon, as soon as like they'd be asleep all day and as soon as you'd get out for dinner or someone would present you with a lovely plate of food, they'd suddenly cry and you'd think, yeah. fuck's sake. <laughs> I've been sitting here for two hours and you've been asleep. Yeah. And now my food's here. Yeah, there is. there are a lot of those moments, actually. But, I mean, overall, I look back on, you know, our first pregnancies and, you know, I loved I I absolutely loved it. I was so excited. Everything felt like this, the first, you know, the first mm. of everything. I remember the first time that Luna kicked me and that fluttering feeling. And I remember calling Dozza being like, I've just felt her kick. And, you know, the first scans and, you know, all of that, you know, and then, I mean, get through the birth. But then after that, it was just, it was a really, really special time. And I was in a bubble and I, I really look back on that time fondly, actually, apart from yeah. not being able to take my pants off or put my socks on. <laughs> that was a bit irritating. But the rest of it, you know what? I really enjoyed it. Yeah, no, I mean, I did as well. I, I luckily had two pretty easy pregnancies in fact do you remember with Gigi we was at an event um the day before I had her we yeah. was at um was it like the junior press show or something yeah. like that and uh, and I felt fine like I, I really did I felt absolutely yeah. fine but I don't know if there's that difference isn't there between when you're first pregnancy and you've got no other children around you you can really relax and you know and take it easy whereas your second third fourth fifth however many you know how many times you do it you don't get that opportunity so I think no. my headspace was completely different and I was just yeah. getting on with life getting on you with did life. look like the most serene pregnant woman in the world mm. like I remember Georgia just coming to every meeting like sort of like mincing in in this like beautiful flowy gorgeous yellow mm. dress and she just you always looked great whereas I literally it was a bit like invasion of the body snatchers at the end like I was holding on to so much water that I was like that I don't remember this (laughs) yes every photograph (laughs) every photo and I had such a swollen face as well I looked like a little chipmunk so at the end actually I think towards the last sort of four weeks I found that bit quite tough Mm. you know do you remember that it was like it was quite tricky as you just said with Gigi I think you were fine kind of the second time around but for I mean yeah I didn't enjoy the last bit don't I was actually looking at photos um of when I was pregnant with Axel because I went almost two weeks over with him yes yes and I remember that last two weeks I was just sat on the ball like all day or like I'd be pretending to scrub the floor James has got videos of me like pretending to scrub the floor because that's pretending yeah like 
I wasn't really scrubbing the floor. I didn't need to scrub the floor. <laughs> but I was pretending because I was, um, you know, they, they said that that's what you're supposed to do, you know, like to yeah. try and get the labour going. And I remember just oh, getting wow. a bit fed up. Just you get to a point, I think, where you think, this isn't actually going to happen. I'm no. not having a baby. This, yeah. you know, it's never going to come. It's not, it's not going to happen. Not, do you know what? That leads us in quite nicely, actually. <laughs> We're going to do a Q&A today on, um, on, on pregnancy. And the first question I'm reading here is, tips to get through the overdue days. Feel like I'm slowly going crazy. Right, you heard it here first. Get down on all fours and pretend <laughs> to scrub the floor. Fours, yeah. <laughs> do you know what, though? I had reflexology with Gigi and I went into labour about, 10 hours after it or something like that. And I was yeah. getting twinges while um, she was doing it. So I definitely yeah. recommend reflexology. Um, but also, like, you kn- in your head, you know the longest that they're going to let you go over, if, you know, if that's what you want to do, is two weeks. So as frustrating as it is and as annoying as it is when you've got something in your mind – just try like it's so annoying it's such an annoying thing to say but do just try and enjoy it like take those weeks to lay on the sofa and watch Netflix take that you know take that time to just do things for you just think of it as like every day plan a little something for you you know yeah. you and wh- whoever you're you know doing your pregnancy with whether that's you know just going out for a nice coffee or booking like a pregnancy massage or reflexology or going to the cinema or you know anything like that that might be put on pause for a few months after do that I got into thing. painting I got into painting Did you? My, my first hurrah into painting wow I want um, to see I, this <laughs> I bought I bought some wooden blocks that said Luna some wooden letters which said Luna and they were white and I was like I know I'm just gonna paint them gray so that took up a whole day um two things that you should definitely watch on Disney plus dope sick and the dropout they will like oh, they'll yay. take at least two days it. out of it and before you know it contractions will start and you'll be, and having, you'll be there. You'll be having exactly. your baby. Yeah. Hang on in there. Placenta pills. After oh. after listening to your podcast about them, I arranged it and it was amazing. Oh, that's cool. Because did you have a shake or did you have pills? Both. In fact, I had right. all of it. I had shake, pills, tincture, creams. I mean, oh. all of it. My placenta did not go to waste. Not one, wow. one single bit of it. I really rated it, like really rate it. And I always say to any pregnant friends now, it's not going to do any harm if you go with the right person and the right company. So why not? Just give it, a, just give it a go. I understand it can be expensive, but there are different packages. Like I went for the full shebang but you can just do the pills or just do the shake or whatever and I do think most people I've spoken to definitely didn't get that um, hormone dip around three is it three days when your milk usually comes in I remember it's with Axel crying to the midwife I didn't get that at all with Gigi I felt very just calm that's the only way I can describe it just level I just felt like that um and I had like a lot of energy um yeah I mean if if you're looking into it I've said it before highly recommend brilliant um I love this question this is from Kate melasma in pregnancy any prego safe skincare recommendations from Zoe um now obviously Georgia and I are not experts in this area but firstly melasma in pregnancy wow it's a lot to take on board I mean I remember looking at my face in the mirror and just thinking I don't even recognize, I couldn't even see my face. Like my Mm. skin was so bad and it really crushed me actually. And it stayed with me for a long time, a couple of years afterwards. And actually looking back at my skin then, 
it is miles away from where it is now so like I really do feel you melasma is 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 a thing that can really affect you and really affect your confidence um the thing that I've come across recently which is phytoretinol um and it's from bare minerals and it's safe to use so it's a vegan so it's it's a non-retinol but they call it phytoretinol and you can use it during pregnancy and it's like a it's like a vegan plant version of retinol and it's really really great there's a, they've got a face cream a neck cream and um a serum which I've been using and that's been really helping my skin actually so Mm. you might want to check out that but in terms of really dealing with it the only thing I can say to you is make sure that you're wearing shades and a hat in the sun all the time and just wait until the baby's out if you're breastfeeding if you if once you stop and then you can really tackle it yeah because I had it with Axel and a little bit with Gigi but um it went like a few months after I I you know I'd given birth that oh no that's not always the case but it probably is wait worth just waiting before you're investing in lots of different treatments yep. um until after because sometimes you know your hormones will just level out and and, and yeah. it will go um, another tip sorry georgia is to say that um you 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 sort of you're desperate to kind of get it off your face and i for a while was using lots of different scrubs it's the worst thing you can do is using yeah. a scrub so just take it really really gentle just look after your skin and then yeah come back to me once you popped we'll we'll try <laughs> <laughs> um this is from Haley. tips for traveling abroad what to wear must takes any hotel or plain tips. Tips for traveling abroad when you're pregnant. So I, I mean, I, I went on holiday quite a lot when I was pregnant because I, both Axel and Gigi were summer babies and the only time James can ever go, was, has, could ever go on holiday was May and June. And I actually went away when I was 36 weeks pregnant with Gigi. I might have actually been 37 weeks pregnant. And it's not advised, I don't think, but it's not obviously illegal. For me, I just made sure I took, everything was cotton everything I packed was cotton breathable um lots of floaty dresses um on the plane (laughs) I I guess you don't get any sort you're not going to get any special treatment but I would just definitely make sure like I was getting up and moving my like moving my ankles moving my wrist drinking lots of water Water. because you do hold so much water retention when you're pregnant um so they'd be my main tips really just try and stay you know like nice and cool that you feel really comfortable like lots of loose clothing if you are going somewhere sunny um just make sure that when you're on your sun lounger you've got like a really nice parasol and you're drinking lots of like lots of fluids basically I spent quite a lot of my time with Luna um when I was pregnant with Luna we went to Ibiza do you remember I had my sabbatical for six weeks where I got six weeks off heart and um I went over there and did it so I was basically just in the pool a lot or yeah under a shade yeah just have a lovely time. This is from Sophie. Best hypnobirthing courses and when to start them. Well, I'm the expert on hypnobirthing because I did you it are. twice. And the first time round, we used an amazing lady who came to the house in Cheltenham. I started about four weeks. So I think I was about 35 weeks when we started. And Dozer did not take it seriously at all. He would come back from training. I'd be like, you know, we've got a hypnobirthing course. And the lady would be there. She was a lovely lady called Rosie. And he would basically just put his feet up. And within about you know, two or three minutes of her speaking, she would be, he would be asleep next to me, which was like, she was like, you know, he's gone to sleep. I was like, yeah, I know he's gone to sleep. I, however, took it really seriously. <laughs> and what, what it did for me was is really you know made me concentrate on my breathing I I really had a vision of like my happy place which is where they sort of tell you to go and it was walking down the steps in Kenya and sitting on the beach and watching the sunrise and that always reminds me of my dad as well so it was like a really serene environment for me um 
And actually the breathing just helped me slow down the panic because I, I was, I did have a bit of fear around, around birth. So I really, really rate them. There are loads of amazing courses out mm. there. And Georgia, we've had someone on the podcast talking about it, haven't we? Yeah, we had. We actually spoke to the founder of Lalo Lu, um, which is like a hypnobirthing online course. I don't know if they might do um, face-to-face courses, but I think it is. No, they do. They do one-to-one and yeah. online courses. So that's a great one. But also go back and have a listen to the episode. Um, also, I've heard loads of good things about the Mindful Birth Group. But yes. like Zoe said, there'll be people in your local area as well. So check out like your local Facebook group, speak to people who you know who've done it locally yeah. and get a good recommendation. Um, I didn't do it, but um, I, I mean, I really believe in, in the whole premise of it. So Please, can you do an edit? on maternity wear and dressing with a bump I'm finding it so hard that's from Georgia we absolutely will um, that yeah. is going to be incoming for you so keep your eyes peeled on our Instagram for that yeah we, and just I mean just a flag you don't have to shop maternity like you yeah. really really don't especially in the summer months there's so many lovely dresses um, yeah just size up do but you know what I'm that. actually at face event now and you wait they've got a brand new designer and she's just done her first collection and I was shown it last night and it the high summer collection which is hitting fat face at the end of May. You wait until you see some of these dresses. It they are absolutely stunning. Like oh my perfect, gosh, amazing! Summer, so make sure you check them out in the next well, be a couple of months. Second time pregnancy. So, yes, <laughs> second on, time pregnancy. Help! How to be pregnant with a toddler? Oh my gosh, that's from she's lovely Hackney Kitchen. Um, yeah. Oh my god, Jesus! We've both been there. We We've have both been there. Been there. Um, yeah. I would say definitely towards the end, I think you can feel guilty, you know, when you go to the park and all of that kind of stuff and you feel like you can't stand up for as long or, you know, you can't climb up the climbing frame with them or, or help them so much. I found with Axel doing things that I could do. So I'd take him to the cinema, you know, I'd make a big thing out of watching a movie together. I'd do crafts like sitting down with him. I, I'd try mm. and sort of yeah do activities that I felt like I could give him attention and that I wasn't letting him down doing but yeah. also like I'd get James or my mum or whatever whoever to take him to the park Anyone. and to do like running around with him and all of that kind of stuff and yeah that I mean that worked really well for me yeah I was gonna say here hands up no shame in admitting it but this is the time where Luna got completely addicted to her iPad mm. and she was only actually <laughs> I don't think she wasn't even two at the time and I was just like because there was a lot of you know towards the end I guess the last month where I was just so knackered mm. like Georgia said don't feel any guilt in just saying come on we're gonna curl up now and watch a film exactly. or you know you can have some iPad time just so that you can literally put your feet up with a cup of tea they'll um, love I, it I, as I well. did that a lot they'll love it and it's fine and it's fine that they're not always charging around outside in the park if you don't have the energy for it they're okay they're exactly. not gonna remember it anyway exactly this is from Kate Worried that I won't get a water birth and how to plan a plan B and what to do for my plan B. <laughs> oh my God, Kate, this was me as well. I was so desperate to have Luna in the water. I was, it was so heartbreaking for me that it didn't happen. And I do oh. remember at the time just being in the pool and just, you know, I was in there for hours and hours and hours and hours and hours. And it just was not my, 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 I just wasn't you know, progressing. I just, I was still, I think I'd been in labor at this point for 24 hours and I was still only two and a half centimeters dilated. And it was just like crushing for me. And I remember getting out just feeling like a total failure. So I, I completely understand. And I think Georgia and I, we always say this bit of advice that it's really important to be fluid with your birthing plan. Yeah. That actually it's hard to admit it, 
but it's the best thing you can do is to admit that actually it might not go how I want it to go. And also, I guess sometimes it's best to not have a plan. I mean, it's great to know all your options and to kind of have in your head what your ideal scenario would be and things that you're definitely maybe not up for doing or whatever. But everyone's body is so different and they birth so different all births are different you know you can have one birth that goes one way and then the next time you come to give birth it's it's the complete opposite um so it please you know obviously don't feel bad if it doesn't go how you want it to and just know that the the best way to birth is however is safe for you and the baby so if it's not in the water because that doesn't work out just know that you you know you just need to get through it and that you know the prize at the end is that you you and your baby are really healthy um and it really doesn't matter how how you get there it's so true have a have a listen back to some of the podcasts that we've done because you're going to hear Nadia Zawala you know, birthing from home where mm. she's screaming, my cervix is made from butter. <laughs> butter. Um, butter. And then, you know, you're going to hear stories of, of you know, C-sections and you're going to hear stories of water births and inductions. home births. And inductions. Yeah. And, you know, it's just it, at the end of the day, your baby is here. So please don't feel like you haven't done the, you know, done a good enough job if you don't manage to birth in the water. No. There'll be another amazing way that it works out for you. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Second pregnancy and can't stop eating. <laughs> yes. Yes. I was talking about this earlier. Oh my gosh, just keep eating. It's fine. Yeah. It really is fine. Like, it's not the time, is it? <laughs> no, it's really it's not. not the time. It's not the time. And actually, we're not worried. Like, we're not worried about stuff like that. It's like just kind of crack on with it. You oh, know, just enjoy if, yourself. Just enjoy yourself. And if you're snacking, like you can, you can choose healthier snack yeah, options. Yeah, exactly. Which yeah. is what I did. I always had an emergency bag of nuts and a banana in my bag. Um, but then after that, I would normally just consume a grab size bag of Doritos. So, like my you know, mine was man- mango with lime yeah. squeezed over the top, swiftly followed by a trip to Selfridges pick a mix department. <laughs> but Georgia, <laughs> you're so glad that you went to Selfridges and not that was the local corner shop when I was at work. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of um, questions here on kind of wedding guest clothing ideas for summer when six months pregnant there's lots of questions around like um swimwear ideas maternity swimwear ideas so what we'll do is is we'll collate an edit for you and we'll put them on our instagram um because it's quite yeah. hard to talk through them now Obviously, yeah and it's hard, i guess it's hard to describe as well exactly exactly not a question just want to say don't let people tell you their awful birth stories or tell you just you wait people just want to share their horror stories you've got this so true it it? is so true and I almost think you'll hear more horror stories than positive stories because there's this weird thing now where people try and outdo each other with the most horrific birth story that they can possibly tell and if you've had a positive one it's almost like you don't want to say because you feel bad in some way yeah it's so it's so weird um and that's the thing yeah don't listen to the horror stories sometimes it's good I do think to not to to be informed about what can happen um so you know know what's happened yeah so you know what's happening to you um but yeah, you've totally got this. You'll be fine. And with every stage, there's a different challenge. So the just you waits can do one. <laughs> Ashley James talks about the just you waits, doesn't she? She, she calls does. them out on Instagram as well. Yeah. It's so true though. It really is. Someone said here, flannels in labor so you can put a cold one on your head is a must have. Never thought of oh, that. 
That's a go. really good tip. I love a yeah. cold flannel on my head when I'm feeling a bit stressed. <laughs> yeah. So do, <laughs> do you I. Know what I mean? yes, so underrated. I was doing it to Kit the other day, and he was like, "Oh, mummy, more cold flannel, more." Well, he doesn't say flannel. He said more, co- more cold towel. And I was like, "Oh yeah, you're loving this. I'm loving yeah, this." It actually is. It's yeah. like if you go to a really nice hotel and they come round like in the afternoon with like really cold flannels for you to isn't put. That a my treat? God, isn't that so lovely? Yeah, I think I'm going to start putting flannels in the freezer. <laughs> Along with your frozen fruit and veg, eh? Yeah, exactly. Should I have a third? That is classic. Let me just get my magic eight ball. Hold on a minute. <laughs> Should Vix have a third? Oh, d- listen, we would love to be able to tell you that, but we just do not know. And it all depends on whether you really want to have a third. And if you want to have a third, you should go for it. I don't think you ever regret having a, b- a baby, but so I, was I, do, say, yeah. I do think that sometimes you know when you're done. And for mm. us, you know. We're done. I think we're, you know, we, oh God, we're done. Yeah. But I, I think if we hadn't had Isla, I would have gone again. Um, Do you? Yeah. But we have three beautiful children. So, mm. you know, I just didn't have to go pre- go through pregnancy three times. <laughs> yeah. I know. I've, I, I feel Jan. I really yeah. do. This is a good tip, actually. Have your park partner pack the hospital bag so they know where everything is. So if you've got a birthing partner, that's actually a really good idea. P- pack it with them so that then. Oh, pack they- it with them. Don't yeah. let them pack it themselves. Doesn't we oh not? We just pack snacks. No. I mean, gosh, I don't know what James would have packed. But it would nothing. <laughs> nothing would have been practical. No, he'd have probably pa- packed like a silk eye mask and like a silk pillowcase. And yeah, I mean, lovely things, but definitely not. Not not, not top of the list. No, but that is quite a good idea, isn't it? And then you do it together and then they know what's in there and what you're looking for. And And where it is, exactly. Oh, this is interesting. How to not focus on having the opposite gender for baby number two. Really want a girl? This is such... This topic comes up so much among friends, um, just in general. It's, It's always... If you say you've got a girl already and then you fall pregnant, someone will always say, oh, you're hoping for a boy? Or... Yeah. Everybody immediately thinks, oh, they'll want a boy this time around. Isn't it so weird? Totally. It's almost like we've been conditioned to think that having one of each is like the perfect scenario. (laughs) People say it all the time. Oh, Mm. didn't you do well? One of each. Like if I'd had two of the same sex, I wouldn't have done well. (laughs) No, you failed. You failed. Yeah, it's really strange. One of my best mates has three boys and... I remember when she was actually pregnant with her second boy and she said, I think she sent round the scam picture or whatever it was and said, oh, we're having another boy. And she said she really noticed a difference in people's reactions. Like, wow. And she said it's, it might have been in her head, who knows, but she said she felt like people didn't know what to say to her, that she was having another boy. And she's like, well, I was, I was really pleased with that, like, having another boy because there's a small age gap and I picture them play, you know, really playing together and being into the same things and having like a really great relationship. Mm. Um, so yeah, I think it's something we all need to just be really careful with our language around as well. Oh my God, totally. I, sometimes I, I think that it might be to do with the difference in energies between boys and girls. That actually people don't necessarily mean, oh gosh, you know, you need to have one of the opposite sex, but more like, are you looking forward to having a different energy in the house? Because I grew up in a house of three women and my dad, and I know that he loved us unconditionally, obviously, but there was lots of times where he used to say, I just, I just want, I just want my boy around to like have a bit of, you know, just to kind of 
be be a ju- sort of juxta energy if that makes sense slightly yeah. and like he didn't mean that he didn't want to have two girls he just wanted to have a, maybe a similar maybe he thought he'd get a similar viewpoint from a boy whereas yeah. us girls were so hormonal and we were always yelling at him and always talking about periods around the table and he was just like oh, I'm just leaving the room yeah you know? yeah no 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 do you know what I totally get it and I think I always imagined having a girl and and it's so silly because actually as Gigi grows up more, she's probably more into football than yeah. she is into things that I want to do. And Axel is probably more like my buddy. Like he, you know, he prefers cuddling up to me and and, and doing things like that, whereas Gigi's a little bit more outdoorsy. So yeah. it's actually, it's kind of, it's not worked out in the way that I'd probably imagined. Yeah. And now he's got his new haircut. All he does is look in the mirror. Jesus. He looks like Jack Grealish. Oh, what my you, gosh, oh my God, don't. that haircut. I cannot I believe it. James let him do it. Oh my god! And we Where haven't spoken his about it. Gone? We oh, haven't. Spoken- don't. You well, I was it? at I was at a friend's house on Friday, and um, with Gigi and James had taken Axel for a haircut, and I hadn't. Re- we hadn't had a briefing. Do you know what I mean? We hadn't. We hadn't <laughs> seen him. Fault. I hadn't seen him. He'd literally just walked in the door, got Axel, went. We'd we and we'd gone the, in the other direction to a friend's house. Anyway, so he messaged me and said, "Wow, it's short," and I thought. Hang on, uh, what? Sorry, what? It's short, huh? We haven't discussed this. And then Axel walks in, and I, I just, I just couldn't, I couldn't believe it. It's shaved at the side. Yeah, it's he shaved, let him have yeah. the clippers at the side. Every time Axel's been to the hairdressers, he pulls out a picture of Jack Grealish out of his pocket. Right, <laughs> every time a football card, and he goes, "I want it like this." And and the hairdresser looks at me, and I go. Yeah, yeah, let him have it like that. But behind his back, I'm like, no, just trim it. You know, just trim yeah. it. Yeah. Whereas James, apparently, just let him do exactly what he wants. I mean, he does look so cute. Oh, he looks so grown up. He looks so grown up now. Have a little look on. Have a little look. I, we're gonna put. We haven't put him on the grid, have we? But no, I I'll, think the I'll put a post a on. Uh, yeah, I'll put a little um, Instagram story up, and you can. <laughs> And you can see what it looks like. But anyway, <laughs> well, I think he looks gorgeous. He loves life with his new there hair. He gets in the shower every morning and washes his hair. I'm not joking. Every single morning, washes his hair. And multiple times, brushes it back. And sometimes before he leaves the house, he wets his hairbrush again and brushes it back. Whereas Kit's still in the stage of touching his bum and running up to me and going, that's my bum hole. And I'm like, well, that's what Gigi oh, does. So, nose, you know, you know. <laughs> Uh, this is from Zoe. Whoever said they enjoy pregnant is a lot. Being pregnant is a liar. Thirty six <laughs> plus four and can't get comfortable. <laughs> that was us. We just said that at the beginning, didn't we? Yeah. Sorry. I mean, we didn't enjoy all of pregnancy, but looking back, we yeah, enjoyed looking it. back on it at the time, we were moaning. I, Georgia, you men- mentioned getting reflexology. I remember going in with. Um, with Kit and sitting in the chair and I was having acupuncture and reflexology and the lady there, do you remember this story? The lady there was like, yeah. your contractions are good. Cause I was 40 plus two. And I said, you've just got to get, get this boy out. And she said, your contractions are going to start in about 15 minutes. She was like, I'll just be in the next door room. So just start shouting. I was thinking, my, what, my contractions are going to start in 15 And they bloody did literally within about seven or eight minutes. I was like, I'm having contractions. And she was like, you need to call your husband. So um, yeah, I would recommend getting acupuncture and eating a lot of curry. Yeah, go for it. And also having sex. That was one time that I'll give that advice. We'll be right back after this short break. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Welcome back to this episode of Made by Mamas. Now, where were we? Now, listen, we've got a bit of an added bonus to this week's podcast um, for today. Uh, we've had loads of questions over the last couple of months about um, the COVID-19 vaccine and whether it's safe to have during pregnancy. There's been a lot of um, online media, lots of conflicting reports, lots of yeah. conflicting conversations. So we thought, you know what, we would get somebody in, an expert, to talk about having the booster, to talk about vaccines during pregnancy. And you sent your questions in. And um, yeah, it was a really lovely conversation, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. And I also think before we get into this it's really important for us to say that we haven't been in this situation you know when we were pregnant with Axel and Gigi and Luna and Kit this was not a consideration it wasn't around we don't know what we would have done in you know in this situation but we know we would have been researching reading lots of you know different viewpoints and so we decided that we would get a doctor on because they're you know they've been doing lots of she's been doing lots of research um and yeah we just thought it was important to you know speak to an expert and get their viewpoint um but yeah we just want to highlight that you know we haven't been in the situation we haven't been pregnant and have to having to consider whether or not to have the vaccination and ultimately it's your decision of course it is really exactly important for us to say that because that's what this podcast is all about we would like to give you the information but ultimately it's up to you so um yeah but we really respect um the person that we're chatting to then we really respect her views so let's get into the chat So over the last few months, we have had so many um, questions come in to our inbox at Made by Mamas talking about pregnancy and the vaccine, um, the COVID-19 vaccine. And we really, obviously, Georgia and I, not specialists in this area. So we no. really wanted to get somebody <laughs> in who could answer your questions directly. Obviously, this whole Q&A is going to be about pregnancy. Um, so we've got the brilliant Dr. Amelina in the house, virtually in the house, uh, to answer your questions on whether it's safe to talk about the booster, um, to talk about fertility and the vaccines. Um, so yeah, let's welcome Dr. Amelina to the podcast. Welcome. Yay, thank you thank so you. much. Hi. Could you just give us a little snapshot about, you know, what you do, your background, um, and then we'll get straight into the questions. Sure. Um, so I am a general surgeon, so I work in the NHS. And at the moment, I am doing my PhD in breast cancer surgery at Imperial College London. And I'm also working with Public Health of England and the NHS to you know, create awareness about the vaccines uh, and also to, you know, to just um, uh, help with public health education about the vaccines. Actually, that leads us quite nicely onto this next question here. This is from Hannah. I've had three doses and should be offered the fourth soon. I'm trying mm. for a baby. Will the baby be better off 
me having it if I eventually get pregnant or will it get the benefits of the jab if I have it before I conceive? Yes, uh, that's a great question. So uh, the research evidence um, suggests that, you know, protective antibodies in response to the vaccines can be passed from mother to their baby during pregnancy or uh, through breastfeeding. So getting vaccinated either before or during pregnancy will give you and your baby the best protection from, you know, infection and complications from COVID. And as you probably know, you know, um, in pregnancy, if you do get symptomatic COVID, um, you know, you are two to three times more likely to give birth um, to a baby uh, prematurely. And there is an increased complications in women, especially in third trimester during pregnancy, if you do get symptomatic COVID. So, um, you know, our recommendations based on the evidence is that there is no need to delay getting your third or your fourth dose of the vaccines. Um, and the most important thing is to get vaccinated as soon as you can when you are offered the vaccine. And the sooner you are protected and the better it is for you for you and also your baby as well. Um, This one, um, I don't know... It's, an, it's, an, it's a funny Instagram name. Uh, I got my booster a few days before I conceived. Should I be worried? No. So, I mean, um, you know, as we, I've already mentioned previously, you know, the booster, the vaccines, you know, are safe. They all uh, went through, you know, the one of the strictest, you know, toughest safety standards in the world. And in the UK, you know, we have our own regulations and all the vaccines are proven to be safe and effective in pregnancy. And, you know, we have given thousands and thousands of vaccines to pregnant women uh, in the UK. And, and you know, they, it, is, it is proven to be safe. So just continue what you're doing now and obviously um, looking after yourself. And if you do have any symptoms of COVID and make sure that you follow the um, you know, government guidelines about COVID-19 um, you know, protection. You briefly mentioned about fertility earlier and saying that, you know, there's no evidence to, to suggest that it affects fertility. Mm-hmm. So where has that come from? Because I think, you know, even just speaking to friends and stuff, some people may have, ha- you know, had a... Th- 30 day cycle of you know their menstrual cycle is 30 days and then Mm. suddenly it's 20 days or 15 days and Mm. you know I mean I have had my children and I don't plan on having any more so Mm. for me it wasn't a worry but I know for a lot of my friends who maybe haven't finished having children or haven't started having children yet it was definitely a huge consideration and that is something that's really scary mm-hmm. for your cycle yeah. to change yeah where, so where is that you know where has that come from and why does that happen so um there there is um some there are some reports about and disturbance in menstrual cycles um and but we've done um you know studies looking into um you know whether there's any increasing in fertility rates or any miscarriage rates uh, in uh, women who are pregnant who, who got vaccinated. And there's no evidence to say that um, the vaccines can increase the rates of fertility or miscarriage in those women who are pregnant. Um, and um, there are reports saying that, um, you know, it could um, change um, the way that you have your menstrual cycles. It might be a little bit longer, it might be a little bit shorter than usual. However, um, you know, uh, 
the menstrual cycle changes normally are temporarily and will not be um, you know permanent impact on the on this uh, in this woman and there's no evidence at the moment to say that um, it can impact your fertility okay. okay um if i've had three vaccines and i'm now pregnant if there's a fourth do i need it so that it depends on the government guidelines and obviously if um the uh, experts uh, from the royal college of obstetricians and gynecologists and senior doctors think that um you know it is important for you to get the fourth uh, booster dose, um, then yes, uh, go for it. Because, you know, all the guidelines, um, any recommendations from the government is all based on science and based on evidence. And if it is important for these pregnant women to get vaccinated and when it is offered for you, please do go and get the jab. Okay. okay. All right. Well, thank you. Um, I mean, you know, there's obviously going to be changes to um guidelines and all that kind of thing but yeah. i hope that anyone who's pregnant and just kind of wanted to hear from a doctor's perspective um you know the current evidence suggests yeah. that it's okay but um yeah. so yeah thank you so much thank um thanks for that <laughs> it's been lovely i think this is going to be super helpful yeah and i'm also i mean it's off with 12 weeks pregnant at the moment and uh, i think i'm going to be getting um the second boost i had my third dose the booster dose in October because as a doctor you, you are at high risk of you know as a healthcare professional um so if I do get um, an invitation to get my uh, second booster then I'll definitely get it as soon as I can brilliant thank you, thank you so much thank you so great much. to have you on thank Bye. you Made by Mamas is an insanity podcast production and today's episode was produced by the lovely Charlotte Mason insanity group 